so glad you're all here today. A uh, quick announcement. This wasn't announced, but there's a, um, if, you're, if you are an artist of any kind, artist of any kind, look out there. There's these, uh, there's these heart-shaped cards with a pencil. And uh, if you're an artist of any kind, it's a, it's a site uh, that says, be, uh, be on your guard, stand firm in the faith, be courageous, be strong, do everything in love. And uh, it's, it's some uh, website that's being launched to promote uh, just interaction among artists, fellowship. Uh, I don't know what all is involved. Marilyn Travis uh, has brought these. And it's, uh, so uh, it sounds like a great, uh, a great thing to encourage, um, encourage fellowship among um, people who do art of any kind. So uh, grab those. I think it's being launched tomorrow uh, is, the, is the official date. So, uh, man, so many things going on. So many things going on, and uh, my message is not on the back screen, but I, I'll just use the ones that are on the front screen. So, oh, it's broke. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. No problem. So, stop, look, and listen is the title of this message, and it, and, and the subtitle is a strategy for conquering. For those that haven't been here yet this year, uh, our word for abundant life this year is more than conquerors. And again, for those who haven't been here, we just yesterday uh, uh, wrapped up a, a 40-day fast. Um, and uh, this message actually, for me, came out of this, out of this time. Um, uh, stop, look, listen. Uh, I don't know what everybody else did during that fast, but I found myself uh, every day, uh, sometimes long parts of every day, Stopping, waiting, looking, listening, and um, what I love about the what I love about the title of this is uh, it's a, such a familiar phrase for anybody that remembers your childhood. You know, uh, what, you know, it was, a, it was it was a simple instruction for children before crossing the road. <laughs> simple instruction. I don't know if that's still taught. Uh, uh, you know, I I haven't been a parent of a young person for a long time, but younger person. Um, <clears throat> But, uh, but I, what I loved about, about the simplicity of that is that during this time of fasting, one of the things I was reminded of over and over again was the simplicity that is in Jesus and, and how, how stopping looking and listening and waiting and, and you know, uh, just waiting on him, how, how, how his message to us is to come to him like little children, um, to just believe, to just believe him believe what his word says and to trust that he is who he says he is. And, and, uh, and so this whole idea of stopping and looking and listening, uh, it, it's not just a passing fad. It's not a passing thing. And this, this, this call to us as a body to, to engage in fasting at deeper levels is not going away. Uh, he did so many things. It's only February, and he did so many things. If I, I could, I could spend all morning simply just recounting um, things that have happened in 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 these in these you know first first forty some days of the year um, that have been transformative, uh, and uh, and so uh, I'm I'm blown away. I'm blown away. Um, uh, and so I'm just going to kind of dive in a little bit. 
Um, I don't even know if the, this will, this is working well with those. Yeah, I guess it is. So, so these first three f- scriptures I have here are all just from the Psalms, and they're just they were they're simple reminders about what it looks like to wait on God and what the, what that what, what that's all about. And uh, and and and, I, and I, they're here for a reason. I'm gonna I'll talk a little bit about that. I remain confident of this. The psalmist says, "I remain confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Take heart and wait for the Lord." And one of the one of the ways this message um, emerged last last Sunday night we had um, we had a, a Sunday night prayer time, and and um, as as our more than conquerors word unfolded, and uh, Pastor Shane uh, had come come to me and said, hey, I really believe that. Um, that uh, we, we 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 want to get together to just for no other reason than than to pray, and um, and so we haven't had Sunday night service for a while, other than some of the belonging worship nights. Uh, for for those who are here for the first time, the belonging is a ministry to women. So that that conversation thing that's coming up here, it's for women only. Um, but anyway, uh, the whole idea the whole idea of this Sunday night prayer meeting uh, is is for us to come together and to pray together and to to uh to see God unfold strategies for for us to be more than conquerors and and so we did so last Sunday night and one of the things I loved about that evening and what I love about what we see unfolding among us is is um just the the um the outpouring of holy spirit in ways that are is so so tender and so um Nothing forced, nothing contrived, nothing manipulated, nothing, uh, n- nothing worked up. And th- that evening was a night of that. It was a, it was a, we were here for two hours plus, just simply waiting on God and watching and stopping and, and, and listening and occasionally somebody speaking and somebody praying something and, and I, I, I see during this time, and I, I kind of got this revelatory thing even yesterday as our fast was broken yesterday, um, that we're entering into kind of a new, uh, there's kind of a shift in just even how we're, how we're ministering. And I, I, and I don't know that everything's changing about it, but there's a depth to it, and there's a, there's a tenderness to it, and there's a, there's a, uh, an urgency to it. Uh, and, and so I don't know for me, during these, this, this time, this, this time of stopping and waiting and listening has been just so rich that I don't want it to stop. I just don't want it to stop. I, mean, I know we had to break the fast, and I know I, you know, yesterday I put real food into my, you know, real food that I chewed, in, you know, into my body. Uh, but when I woke up again today, I was like, I'm just going to have liquid this morning. I, I mean, I, I'm, and I'm a, I'm a daily egg guy. I mean, I missed my daily eggs. But I already discovered from yesterday, I missed, I don't know, there was something even just yesterday about eating food that I, I just, I missed something about the fast, you know? And I, you know, and I, but I, obviously I know, I, you know, I, I, have to, I have to eat. But there's something about that intimacy that where he's taking us that it's, it's tangible, it's palpable, it's Life altering. It's life altering, uh, and I, you know, I have, I have, I have my message, and then I have all these like scribbles at the top of all this revelation that I was laying in bed this morning, you know, as I was waking up, and just like, oh, say something about that, say something about that, say something about that, and and I was like, oh well, we'll we'll see, 
And, I, and I, I, this is already going to be a two-parter, I'm just telling you right now. So I know I'm not going get to through, get through everything I have, have uh, on the screen, uh, let alone whatever else I may share from these notes. But, but I remain confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And, and as I, I was reading that this morning again, I was like, we, it's not even an I will. We are seeing the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. We are seeing him, you know, we are seeing him respond to just simple acts of bowing down, to simple acts of saying, we're going to wait on you, Lord. We're going to wait on you. We're going to wait on you. We're going to listen to you. We're going to look and we're going to see. We're going we're to stop some, some of the busyness. We're going to stop And we're going to respond in obedience to whatever it is you're telling us along the way. So wait for the Lord. Take heart. Wait for the Lord. The eyes of the Lord are on those who fear him, Psalm 33, 18. Those who fear him, on those who, whose hope is in his unfailing love to deliver them from death and keep them alive in famine. And, and I will just tell you, if you're in this room today, if your hope is not in his unfailing love, I want to encourage you today, put it there. Put it there because he loves you more than anybody ever will. As much as I love my wife, as much as I love my daughter, as much as I love my grandson, as much as I love my son-in-law, yeah, I'll agree, I'll acknowledge that. As much as I love all of you, I love Jesus more. His love is completely, covers everything we could ever, we could ever want. And so put your hope in his unfailing love. To deliver them from death, keep them alive in famine. We wait in hope for, for the Lord. He is our help. He's our shield. In him our hearts rejoice for we trust in his holy name. May your unfailing love be with us, Lord, even as we put our hope in you. And then Psalm 135 and 6, and this, and this one sort of just, just describes what, what part, partially what these 40 days have been for me is I wait for the Lord. My whole being waits. My whole being waits. In his word, I put my hope I wait for the Lord more than a watchman, wait for the morning, more than a watchman, wait for the morning. And the watchman's just kind of waiting for a shift to end, I suppose, uh, <laughs> that, that, uh, that, that, that the light is coming and, and, and I don't have to be on watch anymore and I get to go home and maybe uh, sleep. But, but more than that, more than that, more than that, my whole being, my whole being waits. And I remember Pastor Shane saying this when, when, he, uh, when he challenged us back in December uh, about 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 this this whole idea of fasting. Are are you guys willing? Are you willing to step into an arena, any any arena that that will require something of you that will that will do go to battle go go to battle for, on someone's behalf beyond yourselves and and um and it just, that 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 challenge was 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 so real and it was so relevant and it was so timely so timely to for 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 us to say are we willing to are we willing to to do that. Uh, and, 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 and one of the scriptures he, he shared at the time was, was just the, the, the passage about why the disciples couldn't, couldn't set a man free and they went to Jesus and asked, why couldn't we do it? And he said, some of this only happens by prayer and fasting. And, and, and so he said, are you, willing, are you willing to do that? Are you willing to deny yourself? Are you willing to deny yourself to see, to see somebody freed, to see somebody released? And and that's part of what this is all. This, this word for us for this year is all about: is is uh, is not not being not not being a church that's, that wants to just sit on the sidelines and say. He said this last week in his message to say, 
oh, 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 well, the church can't go there because it's dark. No, we need to go into dark places and shine light. We need to be willing to go into dark places and shine light. But don't do it without being equipped. Don't, being, don't do it on your own strength. Don't do it on your own, on your own wisdom. You'll get beat up. You'll get beat up. So, so yesterday we had a break the fast gathering. This was amazing to me. Uh, it, it really, this whole idea just came about in the last couple of weeks. Uh, a group of, group of us were, were gathered. I wasn't there, but a group was gathered. I think it was at the horse house on a, on a Wednesday night before class. And, and, uh, and, and they would just start talking about, hey, you know, the fast is ending here. Maybe we can have a little gathering to have commun- share communion. And um, Becky made unleavened bread. And it, 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 I, it, on the way home, Connie said, I wish, the whole, I wish the whole church could have just been in this room to, to just, uh, just hear uh, hear a little bit about what people's experiences were. There were lots of tears, just lots of tears. But here's just a quick upshot, a uh, quick upshot of, of just a few quick testimonies. A father and daughter relationship restored. Communication between a father and daughter restored. That was, that was a target of, the, of somebody's fast. That was a target of somebody's fast. Ah. <laughs> uh. A whole, a whole family, a whole family received specific answers. Prodigal coming home, prodigal coming home. Specific response to to this fast. Uh, someone was delivered of a habit, of a just a habit, and I won't even I don't need to identify the habit. It was just a habit that someone said, "I'm I'm tired of this. I've been fighting this for a long time, and I want it to go, and it's gone. It's gone. It's gone." It's gone. Uh, uh, <sighs> oh my goodness! Uh, somebody else said how uh, how went into a fast with a particular thing in mind, and the Lord said, "I'm going to deal with you first. <laughs> I'm going to deal with you first, <laughs> and then, then we'll deal with that other thing you you want to you want to work, work on. But we're going to deal with you first, and uh, and that's just how God is." That's just how he is. That's just a few things. Just a few things. It was a small gathering. Uh, you know, everybody couldn't be there. But uh, I'm I, blown away. Blown away, blown away, blown away. Something else I need to share. And I have it written here in my notes. It's not up here, but it's in my notes. So how many years have you been coming to Men of Valor? Now, two, three what was the ramp? What was the youth ramp? Last February. Okay, last, like a year ago. The one before that. Yeah, year and a half. Okay. So after our youth had gone to, to a youth rally at, the, at, the, at Victory, it was called a ramp, and it was uh, it, 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 Tony, uh, all the kids, his wife was all there, and, and afterward the Holy Spirit did such a work in them. And he shows up at Men of Our Shows up at Men of Valor this night, uh, and uh, after that, and he, he uh, and, and, and we've known Tony a long time, you know, and and he's and he's been very vocal. He said, you know, he, he told me when I first met him, I don't like to be touched. I really even like to talk to people. I'm I'm shy. I'm backward. I don't like. I'm not going to read in public. I don't like to do any any of that stuff. So he shows up at Men of Valor and. Uh, on a Wednesday night, and and I will say uh, that I'll bet you in the last year and a half he's missed maybe twice, 
maybe three times because of work or he was sick. But anyway, he shows up there that night and, um, and I don't know if it was that first week, maybe it was the next. I think it was the second week he shows up. He comes that second week and he comes and he's prepared to read a chapter of scripture to us. He said, I have, this, I have something I'm going to read. And he said, I'm not a reader. I don't like to talk. I don't like, he reminded us of all the, all the reasons why that, that, that he w- didn't want to do this and it, and it made him uncomfortable, but he did it. He did it. And he read a passage of, he read a, a whole chapter of scripture. And every time he's been to Men of Valor since then, in the last year and a half, he's read a passage. He's come prepared to read a passage of scripture, even to the point where he has told us, I practiced this in my car before, uh, before I went to work this morning. Uh, but, but anyway, I said, remember saying to him after that, I think it was after the very first week, I said to him, you're going to lead us in prayer and scripture someday. And yesterday, they led us. They led this whole communion thing. It was birthed in, in Becky. Uh, they, they led this entire time. And I sat there and I was like, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness, Lord, how good you are. 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 And it's just another reminder just watching them, just watching them alone. If, the, if, if what I saw in, in, in this family, what I saw in, in this family yesterday was the only thing that happened in these 40 days, it would be more than enough. But it's just a fraction. It's just a fraction. And, and I'm not putting them on a pedestal. God gets all the glory. And, and I know that that's their heart's desire. But their examples, this is, these, these things are unfolding among us. They're real life they're real life-altering things that are happening among us as we're stepping into this more than conqueror's word, as we're, as we're saying, yes, I'll, I'll do this. I'll, I, don't, I don't know what it's going to look like. Uh, it, uh, Sean Dank sent me this thing this week, something they were studying, and he was referring to Abraham, and Abraham gets, all, gets these assignments from God to, to go from this place and go to another. And he had no idea where he was going. He had no idea what he was going to do when he was going to get there. And he was sharing this. And I was like, yeah, that's kind of like where we're, we're doing now. We have no idea where we're going with all this. We have no idea what we're going to do when we get there. But look at all the things that are happening along the way. Look at all the things that are happening all, along the way. There is something going on among us that is rich, that is transformative, that is that is, uh, it's, it's for all of us in whatever manner we participate. You know, we, we've never, ever, ever said, you all have to do this, and we never will. But we all reap whatever benefits, whatever things the Lord brings out of it all, we all benefit from it. And, and, we're, and, we, and we're all pr- proceeding, we're all proceeding together in whatever ways we're supposed to do that. We're not telling anybody what you're supposed to do. We're just encouraging, hey, Dig in, dig in whatever that looks like for you. Whatever that looks like for you. Stop, look, listen. Stop, look, listen. Stop, look, listen. Uh, there's such value, such value to this idea of stopping, of looking and listening. And here's a passage of scripture that I have referenced so many times over these past 13, 14 years. But for whatever reason, the Lord put a spotlight on it in a whole new way uh, for me. And this is, this is Habakkuk. He's one of the minor prophets. And so, in chapter one of Habakkuk, and, and this is so relevant because here's the situation. Habakkuk sees this situation going on where, where people are, where people are, um, they're not, they're not doing what's right. They're not doing what's right. They're, they're, they're not living right. They're doing things that are wrong. And, 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 and Habakkuk has this issue and he confronts God about it. 
he confronts God about it. He's like, hey, well, you know, why are you doing something about this? You know, why are you doing something about this? You know, and um, and, and, and again, with this more than conquerors word for us, I feel like, you know, I felt like that was some, some of my target. It wasn't maybe like Habakkuk, um, you know, but, but I was like, it's time for the church to rise up and start doing something about some of these, some of these strongholds that we want to see broken. Who's, what's it going to require of us? Because God can do it, but sometimes he uses us to do it. And, and he may take us into some of these arenas. To, to do so. So Habakkuk had this issue and he, you know, he, chapter one's all about unfolding his complaint to God. You know, he's complaining to God about, you know, what, why are you tolerating sin? Why are you tolerating this? Why are you, why are you putting up with this? And um, so then at the beginning of chapter, chapter two, he says, well, so I'm going to, I'm going to stand my watch. I'm going to station myself on the ramparts, that's, you know, a rampart is a, is a position of war. It's like a lookout. It's like a lookout place. It's watching, stopping, watching, looking, waiting, listening. And he says, I will look to see what he will say to me and what answer I'm to give to this complaint. What, how, how are we going to respond? How are we going to respond? How? And so he's faced with a distressing situation about he wanted to see change. He wanted to see something take place. And so he talks to God about it. He, he's not afraid, he wasn't afraid to approach God about, why aren't you doing something? And then he said, I'm going to wait and I'm going to listen. And, and he does. And then the Lord, the, Lord says, the Lord says to him, write down the revelation. Make it plain on tablets so that a herald may run with it. For the revelation awaits an appointed time. It speaks of the end. And this is talking about the end of Babylon, that where, where all the problems were, were, were going on that he observed. And it will not prove false, though it may linger. Wait for it, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. Somebody yesterday said, two big things we fasted for haven't happened yet, but here's ones that have. Wait for it, wait for it. Don't be in a rush. God's, God doesn't live on our timetable. But if he's given us something to wait on, wait on it. If he's given you a promise that hasn't come about yet, wait on it. If you've spoken something into your heart, wait on it. Though it may linger, wait for it. It will certainly come and it will not delay. And, and so then the rest, of the rest of Habakkuk is actually God proving to Habakkuk that he had a plan for the thing, very thing that, that he was troubled by, but he had to wait for it. He had to wait for it. He had a plan. And the, and the third chapter of, of Habakkuk is Habakkuk saying, I worship you. I, you know, I, I worship you. I give you praise. I give you it's, 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 it's all about thanksgiving because he acknowledges that God did have a plan. He just didn't know what it was. He didn't know what it was. Sometimes we don't know what it is, but we have to wait for it. We have to, wait. We have to station ourselves. We have to watch. We have to look. We have to listen. And, and, and I'm a big advocate of write it down. <laughs> write it down when he gives you something. Write it down. Big advocate of that. Becky was awesome yesterday. She uh, when we, when we walked in, she said, now, she says to me, she says, so if you have something prepared for this this morning, um, by all means, you know, you, you do it. You do it, you know. And I was like, nope, I don't. Because she, she said her mom, her, yeah, her mom said, uh, if you're going to be doing this, you probably better have something prepared. So they had this whole, she just had this whole, this whole plan, this whole outline of, of stuff they wanted to share that was so tender and so rich and so, uh, and, and I was like, Nope, I got none of that. <laughs> I got none of that. God's good. He's good. But write it down. Write stuff down. If the Lord gives you something, write it down. 
I, I know the older I get, I got to write things down. Yet people ask me, how do you remember names? You know, I met Linda this morning. I wrote her name down because I won't remember probably five minutes later if I don't write it down anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so write it down, write it down. Especially in this time, because I believe the Lord is bringing revelation after revelation after revelation after revelation. Some of them involve assignments that if you don't write it down, I think if he's given you assignment, you probably aren't going to, he's not going to let you forget it. Just note that. But write it down and actually show somebody. It'll make you accountable. It'll make you accountable. Tony showed me an assignment two two or three weeks ago. And he, he wrote it down, and he showed it to me. So I was like, you're accountable to this now, brother. <laughs> you're accountable to this. So this is really important in Acts 1. So Jesus had left, you know, Jesus had, had left the earth, and he'd spoken to, he'd come back and spoken to the disciples a, a number of times. And one of the things he said to them uh, on one occasion while he was eating with them, now he's already resurrected here, but he's eating with them, that's cool. <laughs> uh, he gave them this command, do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised. Wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you'll be baptized with the Holy Spirit. You'll receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. You'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And it was so important because they were launching into ministry without Jesus now. And he had said, don't worry about it. I'm going to send somebody to help you. I'm going to send somebody to help you. And so he said, wait, wait for my Holy Spirit. So look, wait, watch, watch. And of course, then we know what happens. They receive the Holy Spirit. And this is an important reminder for us. And we heard this in a song we learned this today about Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is our empowerment. If we're going to be a more than a conqueror, don't think you're going to do it in your own flesh, in your own strength. So Pastor Mark actually put that out there this morning. Be, be filled with the Holy Spirit today. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Wait for him. If you haven't received him yet, the Holy, the, the Holy Spirit in a, in, a, in, a, in a way that you feel empowered, wait for him. Wait for him. He, he, he wants to empower us. He wants to empower us. We can't, we can't do this assignment more, be more than a conqueror without him. We can't. We will, we will fail we will, we will stumble and fall all the way along. We're going to stumble and fall sometimes anyway because we, we still live in fleshly bodies. But, but he'll pick us back up and, and say, okay, let, let, let's brush yourself off and let's keep, you know, keep going. But be filled. Be filled. Wait for Holy Spirit. Wait for Holy Spirit. That's what we did last Sunday night. We sat here. You know, we had no, Pastor Shane led this, our time together. We, we said we're, we have no agenda. We're just going to wait on Holy Spirit, and he's going to lead us. And two, hour, two hours and 25 minutes went by, Really, really fast, and 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 we 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 got to we got to do life together, praying against strongholds and praying for kids in schools and all manner of all manner of things. But it's this idea of waiting. We as a culture, and I, I'll include us, even though we're we're the body of Christ as a culture, we don't like waiting so much. We don't like waiting. It's one of the reasons fasting isn't a real popular idea. Because fasting isn't just not eating. Somebody said this from when we first started this. If, if this is all this is doing is not eating, then we're just like on a starvation plan, you know? And it's going to produce nothing except 
you know, maybe weakness, <laughs> hunger, hunger, yeah, and and, and anger, anger, you know. Wait, wait. Think about this. What's your take? Take what's your pulse? Take what's your pulse when it comes to waiting? How? Is that something that comes naturally to you, something that comes easily to you, or is that a struggle? You know, you, you evaluate that for yourself. I'm not evaluating anybody else's. But I know, I know for me, this time of waiting has been transformative. I, I, I'm going to just tell you out front, I'm not the same person I was 40 days ago. I'm not the same person. And, uh, and, it was, and it was, again, something Shane said from the very beginning he said, I didn't go into this fast thinking that I had all these things to fix or things to change or, you know, and, and I didn't either. But Lord just does stuff. He just does stuff. He just increases his presence. He increases who he is in us. Uh, I said, I said this, um, most of you know this, but if you're if you're new here or, or or you don't know anything about me yet, but I uh, I had heart surgery in June, and uh, and so when the whole idea of a fast came about, I was concerned about that, and I've expressed this before here, that I was because uh, I'm on some medication now, and I thought, well, I got to eat, I got to eat, but when Pastor Shane just expressed how he did his fast, I thought I can do, I think I can do that, and um, so as it turns out, um, my follow up cardiology appointment was uh, a week and a half ago as, as you know af- after most of the fast is already over and my uh, cardiologist uh, said my wife reminded me of this yesterday she said uh, Dr. Barzilai's one of his first uh, not first question but one of his questions was have you always been this physically fit And, I, and I'm, not, I'm not saying that to call any claim to the fact that I'm physically fit. I'm calling it to say how good our God is that after major heart surgery in June, six months later, seven months later, that Lord can send me into a 40-day fast and my cardiologist can say, have you always been this physically fit? And that's just only glory to God. That's just only glory to God. Yeah. Uh. Uh. Man. <laughs> All right. Move on. <sighs> so, <laughs> so I came upon these scriptures as I'm studying and preparing this message. And uh, so Jesus uh, speaks this to his disciples. They're concerned that he needs food. <laughs> uh, they're thinking, you know, they're out ministering, and you know, if you if you read all the accounts of all how much ministry they did, you know, there, there was there was probably times when they got tired and they got hungry, and so they're concerned that he needed food, and so uh, so they say, hey, get something to eat, come on, let's get something to eat, you know, and he he says, uh, I have food to eat that you know nothing about. My food is to do the will of him who sent me to finish his work. I tell you, open your eyes, look at the fields; they're ripe for harvest. So. You know, he's saying, you know, doing the work of the Father, doing the work of ministry, that's, that's food for me. And I don't know, I don't know how many of you have ever discovered that. I know I've discovered that, that, yeah, I love, I love, I love my food. I love my real food. But I'll tell you what, uh, 
as, as we've been in ministry now all these years, and, and, and I'm not talking about as a pastor, I'm just talking about ministering as a person, as a disciple of Jesus, that, that you, ha- you have to minister. It's uh, ministering love, to, love of Jesus to Caleb or to whoever comes, comes our way. It's nourishment. It's nourishment. Seeing, seeing Jesus come into his life and fill his life and change his life, that's food. That's food to say, I see it working in you. I can do that for you, and I can do that for you. We can do that for one another, and that's food. And Jesus says, I have food to eat that you know nothing about. And that was, again, part of this process for me. Part of this 40 days for me was I saw food. I, I received food. I received food that was, that was tastier, richer, more fulfilling than any any good egg I could eat any day, and I love good egg. Yeah. It's right. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Jesus said these words to Satan when he was being tempted before the beginning of his you know, as he was, it was as he went into the desert. Man shall live not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. And I don't know about anybody else's experience during all this, but I know I know the word of God that was being poured in, and not just scripture, but just deposits of encouragement. Just a, a word here, a word there uh, was was food. It was it was a resource. Uh, man shall not live on bread alone. And then, uh, and then, uh, in John 16, he says this just to his disciples, do not work for food that spoils, but for food that endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. And, 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 and that's, 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 that's why we, we give our whole bodies to this work. We give our whole, our whole being to this work because it's, it's, it's because it's all about, it's all about something that endures to eternal life. It's not, it's not just about something that's going to cease at one point. It's about eternity. And what, 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 one of the things that was so cool yesterday, because initially when I was putting this together, I was going through it and I realized I had a lot of stuff and I was like, what can I edit? And I almost cut this out. I, I actually almost cut out these three verses. Um, and, and yesterday, yesterday during our testimony time and uh, time of breaking the fast, uh, there was a, there was a, a testimony uh, that, that happened recently uh, during this time of fasting. And, um, and I, don't, I don't remember exactly what the context was, but I believe it was a worship time. It was a worship service of some kind. And um, one of our teenagers was holding somebody's five-year-old daughter. They're holding somebody's five-year-old daughter. And, um, and, the, and the five-year-old girl, five-year-old girl said, uh, she said, look, and she said to the person that was holding her, look, look at all that stuff. She was look, just looking. She says, look at all that stuff. It's like food. It's like food. And this was a five-year-old child among us who the Lord was giving a vision of deposits that were coming down during a time of worship, a time, a time, some time of worship. I don't remember what the context was for that. It was last, last Sunday. Okay, last Sunday. Oh, it was Sunday night. Okay, so this is something that happened last Sunday night during our time of looking, waiting, stopping, where a five-year-old child said, look, it's like food. It's like food. It's like food coming down upon God's people who are gathered here to do what? Just wait on him. Gathered here to, to do battle for people. And he said, here's some food for you. Here's some food for you. From a five-year-old. From a five-year-old. And when I heard that, I was like, nope, that's staying in the message. That stuff stick because he has food for us that we that the disciples knew not of, which is amazing to me. The disciples who hung out with Jesus every single day, and he's like, you don't know, you don't know about that. I don't know how they didn't know about it, but but I, I, we'd probably be the same way, you know. We'd probably be the same way. So I'm not going to criticize them. 
Oh, my word. Oh, my gosh. Two-parter for sure. <laughs> oh, my word. So, so Friday night, we were at, uh, we were at Victory up in Boardman for Heart of David, concert, Heart of David worship night. I don't even like to call them concerts anymore because, you know, a concert is something kind of you go to and you get entertained. And this is so so far beyond that. This is this is about engaging with Jesus. This is about, you know, this is about all the things we're talking about. Don't go going to battle for one another. This is all about entering in His presence in in deeper ways. And and so, uh, so there's a song. <laughs> There's a song, and I said this recently in, in a Men of Hour class. There's a song that um, that Elevation Worship Maverick City does, that, um, and we've been listening to a lot of their music. Uh, I know I started listening to their music when I was in the hospital. Never heard of them before then, other than uh, other than uh, I thank God. And um, I, I I'd not not heard of this this song before, but there's a song that they do. It's called uh, uh, "Too Good to Not Believe." Too good to not believe in. And I've, I've verbalized that there's, uh, I, I, I really like the song. I like the song a lot, but I haven't been able to sing it. And I haven't been able to sing it because there's at least one line in there that I haven't experienced. There's a line that says, I've seen metal plates dissolve, and I've never experienced that. And I was like, I can't sing this song because I've never experienced that. It's not, it's not authentic. It's not real to me. And uh, so I haven't, I haven't seen it. Uh, I, but I've seen a lot of other things in that song. I've seen real life resurrections right here, right here. So I can say that. I've seen addicts set free. I've seen mental health restored. I've seen prodigals return. It's in that song. So anyway, as it would happen on the night before we're breaking our fast, the song that I say I can't sing, they do. And I was like, oh, man, this is a song I want to be able to sing every word of it. But I sang every word of it except that one line. <laughs> I sang every word but that one line. And only the Lord can orchestrate these things. You know, I didn't even know they did that song. They didn't know they did that song. But it was, I, I, so if you have a metal plate, We're going to pray for you because I want to see a metal plate destroy, dissolve. Actually, my wife has a metal plate. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Put your hand on it now. <laughs> oh, man. I am really slow sometimes. Just really, really slow. Oh, man. But I thought it was just, it, it just, it was just like... Oh, Lord, here's this song right in front of me. And I, I, have, I, have no, I have no lack of faith. I believe God can do everything that song says and more. But I haven't seen it yet. And I, I want everything about anything I sing to be authentic. I want it to be real. So heal that, take that metal plate out of my wife's arm. That'd be awesome. And just heal up that scar, you know? But, Oh, my word. 
So, uh, so there was a there was a there was a moment uh, Friday night, and uh, Shane, Pastor Shane's been speaking this. He's been speaking this a lot. That there was a word that was spoken over over me and over us as a church. You know, back uh, back in early 2010, I believe it was, from Bishop Garlington from Pittsburgh, and and um, and one of the things that that we've come to a realization here recently is that a lot of the a lot of the the uh, that that word has been coming to pass. We we we're, we're living it out now. We're living. You know, it's 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 not Lord's going to do this. It's like it's done. He's he's doing it. He's doing it. And and so Friday night uh, we were there. Um, there was a moment when they were praying for different people and and. Um, the one, uh, the one worship leader, uh, Kelly from the band, uh, said, "Hey, Pastor from Out of Life, can you come and help us pray?" So, um, so I did, you know, and 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 it was just a, it was just a moment of of, of getting get to pray in another place, and and but what was awesome to me was all all of our teen, a lot of our teenagers were gathered down there where where I was praying, and I and I looked around and I was like, "Hey, Isaac." Grabbed the guys and because I was praying for a young man who who was cl- way closer to their age than than mine, and uh, and so as a as a body we got to just gather around this kid and and uh, Isaac and Toby just took his arms and they they took them from here to here and it just poured into him poured into him. But one of the reminders to me how that relates to this this idea of this word from Garlington was Gar- Mr. Garlington said to us, "You're going to network with other places where the where the Spirit of the Lord is moving. You're going to network with them and you're going to you're, you're going to do ministry with them." And and that was just a, a, another example of. Of, of that just coming to pass in a in a real intangible way that was so that was so rich and so relevant and uh and we don't know I don't know what all he's doing with all this stuff but but it was when he speaks to us and he gives us something he deposits something and and and, and we're watching and we're looking and we're waiting and we're stopping he does something with it we have to be willing to do that we have to be willing to stop, to look, to listen. We have to be willing to do that. And, and I'll be the first to tell you, sometimes that is really uncomfortable. Sometimes that is really uncomfortable to just, oh, we're just going to, that's, that's what Pastor Shane said, we're just going to wait on Holy Spirit and see what, how he wants to lead. And I mean, I'm, I'm way more comfortable than I, than I am, would have been you know, 15 years ago, 10 years ago, probably maybe six years ago. But he's so faithful He's so faithful in providing and leading us. And see, the reality is he wants to do that in your everyday life. This, is, this isn't just a thing for us here when we're gathering together for a particular reason, but it's for, your, it's for our daily lives. Stop, look, listen, wait on him. What's he want? You know, I know Gary, Mary, Ellen Sloan don't leave their home on any given day without saying, Lord, what do you want to do with us today? Who do you want us to connect with? Who do you want us to speak to? And it's why you hear testimony after testimony of, we were at the doctor's office today and we got to witness to the doctor. We were at McDonald's today and we got to witness to some lady that we never met before. Oh, we were walking down the street today in our neighborhood and one of our neighbors stopped us and we got to minister. Why does that happen? Because it's intentional on their part to say, Lord, use us, use us. But they stop, they look and they listen. They stop, they look, and they listen. One more thing before I'm going to wrap this up for the day, and we'll pick it up next week. There was a, there was a moment Friday night where, uh, as soon as I got there, we got there, and we, the, the thing started, I, I looked, uh, I, I went down front like I normally would, and, and uh, when I looked, there was, a, there was a young woman there that I recognized. I'd never met her before, but I recognized her. 
Um, and she's a reporter for Channel 21. And, uh, and I thought, that's Sydney Canty. If you've ever watched Channel 21, Sydney Canty is a new reporter there. She's been there a year or so. Young reporter, probably right out of college. And I thought, that's Sydney Canty standing there. And, I, and because she's in the media, anybody, anybody knows my story knows I spent most of my adult life working in the media. I was a newspaper editor. And, and um, so I have a heart for people in the media who are believers. And so when I saw her, I thought, okay. And I, for whatever reason, I knew she was a Christian. I don't know why I knew that. I, maybe I read her profile when she first started at 21. But, um, but, I, but I saw her there and I thought, oh man, I'd love to grab some of our women and, and, and have them pray for her and pour into her. But it wasn't, my, it wasn't our church. It wasn't our place. It wasn't my place to do that, but it was on my heart. You know, it's, but, but anyway, that was, that was my, on my heart's desire. So the service is over. The, the time, you know, the worship service is over. We're done. And um, I was talking to Logan, uh, Logan, who is part of the Heart of David team. And um, there, was a, there was a moment that night where, where they called the team down and this Sydney was down there with them. And so I thought, well, maybe she's part of this team. You know, I've never seen her worship with them, but maybe she's part of this team and I just didn't know it. So I asked Logan, I said, do you know Sydney? And she said, who's Sydney? I said, oh, that girl that was up there when you guys were. She said, oh, no, but I think this is her home church. And I said, well, she's a reporter for 21. And, and, I, and I, I just, I really wanted to call some, some of our women down and have pray for her because I just know a young Christian woman in the media t- today is under attack, is under attack. And um, so anyway, you know, so I just said that to Logan. And then, I, then a little bit later, I was standing there talking to Bethany and Bar- Bobby. And, uh, and I said something to Bethany. He said, Bethany, I was going to come get you and, and, at one point to, to pray for, for Sydney. And, and, and I said, she's up there right now. And she happened to be sitting there talking to Logan. And so, I mean, I didn't turn my head. And Bethany was like, Whoop. and she and Logan got to pray for Sydney Canty. So I, I, I just want to, when the Lord puts something on your heart, when he shows you something, I, I mean, I didn't think anything was going to happen because, again, it wasn't, I, it wasn't my place. It wasn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I, I will never impose myself. Uh, in, in, you know, if I'm here, I, I, I'll probably impose myself. But, but if, it's, I'm not, if it's some other place, I, don't, I, I didn't have, feel like I had the freedom to do that. But yet, everything was done, you know. It was just, it was just basically having a conversation. I was going to do this. And they're like, all right, well, let's go do it. And then I went out and I got to meet her and, 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 and she just said, oh, these sweet girls, these sweet girls just poured into me. These, they just poured into me. But it's another reminder to me when we're, when we're looking, when we're stopping, when we're waiting, when we're listening, Holy Spirit wants to give us way more things than we'll probably ever be able to accomplish. But start somewhere. Start somewhere. Start with some simple step of obedience when you feel that nudge, when you feel that tug, when you have that sense that I'm supposed to go talk to this person. If you're even stopping to ask yourself, am I supposed to talk to this person? The answer is probably yes, because the enemy is not going to put that on your heart to go share Jesus with somebody. We'll pick this up next week, but... I guess if I could give you an assignment for next week, and it's just this, stop, look, and listen this week. Stop, look, and listen. See what he says. See what he says. See what he does.
worship with here is give yourself away. I give myself away. That's what this is all about. We're giving ourselves away. We're giving ourselves away for the kingdom. We're giving ourselves away to, to see bodies healed. You know, I have I have a I have my lists that I've that I've been praying over over these last 40 days and I was looking over this morning and I, I kept notes this entire time where I'd write a name down and if and if I saw even the slightest movement in in, in you know where, where there was some sort of a change or some sort of movement in, in in an answer to a prayer I'd put a little notation oh progress being made or or restoration restoration and there were at least four four people four people from this body who have had different health or related to people in this body who've had health issues and uh you know the, the one in particular the one in particular uh and it was it was toward the end of a uh, uh, two weeks ago a few weeks ago where finally the response was i am feeling better and i am eating food again and i am feeling stronger and i'm feeling more motivated and jesus gets all the glory yeah 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 <laughs> yeah all right i was trying to be subtle <laughs> trying to be subtle but it was, it, was, it was her dad and uh and uh but that's how good our god is that's how good our god is you know and and, and there's there's no there is no issue we can't tackle on behalf of somebody else there's no issue there are testimonies all around this room of that testimonies all around this room of that so I'm going to pray and I'm also going to pray for our food everybody join us for, for soup and chili and whatever else is out there if you came in didn't know about it and didn't bring anything don't worry about it there will be plenty I want, we want to just have fellowship with one another we, there's visitors here today we want you to join us we want to get to know you we want to have conversations with you uh, we want to be able to encourage you um, but I'm going to pray for that. And I'm going to pray for just if people, we, we still want to leave room time for, for ministry. If there's people here that need prayer for something, uh, we want to pray for you. Uh, I can't believe this time went by so Father, I just thank you so much. I thank you for your goodness. You are so good. You're so good. You're so good. You're so good. pray you'll keep us in this place of stopping and of waiting and of looking and of listening because I know you have much to tell us. You, you have many assignments for us and we don't want to miss one of them. We don't want to miss coming along anybody that you put in our path that we get to share Jesus with. We don't want to miss pouring into someone who needs to be encouraged or someone who needs to have hope or someone who needs to have a specific answer to a specific problem because you're all about even the specifics. We've seen that. So I pray as we go out of here today, as we, as we spend maybe a little time ministering to one another, that you will answer cries, that you will, that you will do what we can't do And then as we go have fellowship together for a couple of hours, just be in the midst of all of that. We pray for your holy presence, your holy presence to be all over the fellowship hall, to be all over that room, that we won't be able to run and hide anywhere from your presence. 
and we'll be sure to give you all the praise. Every testimony that, that I share today, you get all the glory for it. You get all the glory for it, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. You all stand. And if anybody needs to